Minnesota Wild with a Saturday afternoon matinee. They dropped the puck at about 1.07 p.m. on Bally Sports North, playing host to one of the all-time great regular season teams in NHL history, the Boston Bruins. This is Troy. This is your Wild Minute with Troy, and we will set you up for this afternoon's matinee. The Wild, 11-0-3 in their last 14 games. You know it by now. That's a franchise best. 14 consecutive games putting points up in the standings, and the Wild hope to roll again this afternoon. Now, the key today... The last three games, everyone's talking, and the Wild fans are all excited about, despite Kirill Kaprizov being out, this is a team that has scored five, four, and eight goals in their last three games. That's 17 goals over three games. Quick math tells me that's 5.67 goals a game, not sustainable by any team in the National Hockey League, let alone the Minnesota Wild, who for much of this winter have been struggling to put the puck in the back of the net. This isn't a result of Kirill being on the shelf and other players stepping up as much as it's a result that the Wild just spent the past week touring through San Jose, Tempe, Arizona, and St. Louis. Three teams that have no chance of making the playoffs, all who were sellers during the um, during the trade deadline and are now uh, to uh, you know some to a lesser extent in the Connor Bernard sweepstakes. So what does it mean? Who's coming to town? As I said, it's the Boston Bruins, and we know what that means. That is a great team uh, coming into the uh, XL Energy Center today. That's Pasternak, Marshan, Kretchy, Bergeron. Lindholm. Don't forget Charlie Coyle, third liner. He is who he is, but he's still with this team. And then, of course, they are probably, probably have the top, the best top three blue liners in the NHL, too. Defensemen who can really lock it down, but also can score. And then let's not forget Linus Allmark. He's played 41 games. He's 33-5-0 with one overtime loss. I'm sorry, one overtime win. Um... Just outstanding, 1.97 goals against with a save percentage of 935. Every goal the Wild get today, they will earn. So we expect Linus Allmark to be in between the pipes. Now let's turn over to the Wild. Here's what's disappointing is this is one of 82 games we know that these two points or one point are equal to winning in Arizona or winning in St. Louis or winning in San Jose. The Wild are going to make the playoffs. We know that. So why rush players back for a big game like this when it's just another two points in the standings? We get it all. We understand. But it is a little disappointing that we know there's going to be no Kaprizov, but there's not going to be a Jonas Brodin or a Jake Middleton either. There won't be a Moose in the lineup. There won't be a Duhame in the lineup. So they're missing five key players, arguably two of their top three defensemen, and of course, by far their number one player, Kaprizov. It would be nice for the Wild to go into this match, a real test, it's a litmus test, even if the Wild won't say it, to see how far they've come, but they're playing with a depleted roster. Doesn't mean they can't win, but they're going to have to play defense like they haven't played defense the past three games. They're going to have to return to their ways where they lock it down and give up one or two goals a game. That starts in between the pipes. Two games ago in Arizona, Gus had probably his worst game in six weeks. The other night in St. Louis, in that Donnie Brook of a game, 
Flower struggled and gave in some soft goals. It was overshadowed by the 8-4 win, overshadowed by the potential fight with um, the Blues goaltender, Bennington, overshadowed by the fact the Wild were down 3-1 and scored five goals, a franchise high in the second period, to take control of the game and win. So that all overshadows the fact that both Wild goaltenders are coming off very poor performances. So what does that take us to, where does that get us today? Gus is in net. He should be in net, and then we expect Flower to draw in tomorrow for another 1 p.m. matinee on Sunday at the X against the Washington Capitals, who, by the way, lost 4-1 to at home to a Biddingtonless Blues team. So this isn't your... Uh, you know, your father's Washington Capitals, if you will. But let's focus on today. Boston Bruins. Let's look at the lines for the Wild. They should be the same. Well, they will be the same because they were this way in practice yesterday. So, as we know, Hartman will be centering Zuccarello and Sammy Walker. Walker had some flashes the other night against St. Louis, but uh, he can continue to, to play better. Second line, playing well. That's X centering Boldy and Marcus Johansson. The third line, which is totally transformed from what it used to be, um, that will be uh, Goudreau centering with Oscar Sundquist. And then your fourth line has Connor Dewar and Ryan Reeves and um, Mason Shaw, who just, this fourth line's been rolling. They had a great game against St. Louis. They played strong against Arizona, and they played well in San Jose as well. So it's that type of line, a fourth line, when you're playing the NHL's best team. Sometimes it's that line or the third line or some unexpected occurrence that, that tilts the ice in your favor. So the Wild need some help against the best team in the league, down five players. Um, it's going to be a tough one today, folks. But if the Wild want to get to magic number 15, that's 15 straight games putting points on the leaderboard, they got to at least get an overtime loss today. But let's go get a win. Let's beat the Boston Bees. They are a much-hated team, not just because they're good this year. Don't forget last year what they did to Kaprizov. It looked like a season-ending injury, and Kaprizov just missed one game on that terrible boarding play. Uh, it, the Boston's, Boston Bruins are an easy team to, heat, to hate. Any team with Brad Marchand, it's, it's easily hateable. So uh should be a fun one today at the X. And then here's the one thing we probably buried the lead. The Dallas Stars are in first place. The Wild are in second place, one point behind. If the Wild can win and get two points today, they will claim sole possession of first place in the Central Division standings for the first time this season. If they win one, if they get one point, i.e., an overtime loss, they will be tied with Dallas for first place in the in the Central Division for the first time this year. So that's what is most important about today's win. Not that they want to test and see where they are against the NHL's best team. That's fun for hockey fans. But the reality is you got to keep on racking up points because Colorado is right on your tail. And guess what, folks? So is Nashville. We've been saying it for a while. Look out for Nashville. They had those games in hand. Winnipeg is kind of diving in the standings. We think right now Nashville is that fourth best team in the division and might move into a wild card spot before the weekend's over. So again, resetting the standings. Dallas, Wild are one point back. Dallas plays tonight. So even if the Wild win, 
they could lose that first place by the end of the evening. Dallas is at Calgary. But again, if once Dallas plays, the Wild will go back to having that one game in hand. So let's go get this one tonight at XL Energy, today at XL Energy Center, win the matinee, and claim for, claim possession of first place. This is your Wild Minute with Troy. We're on Spotify. You found me. Love, like, listen, share. You got an email? Email me. WildMinuteWithTroy at gmail.com, and we'll answer that question in one of our upcoming podcasts. We look forward to uh, breaking this game down later tonight and setting the table for tomorrow's matinee against the Washington Capitals. But first, it's your Minnesota Wild versus those evil Boston Bees, 1 o'clock puck drop on Bally Sports. We'll talk to you.